era of the last generation. Hello, we're starting a new series, the era of the last generation. Hello, Dr. Michael Lightman. We're going to be doing this series which is based on the articles of Balas Sulam, The Last Generation. It's going to be a few series, about 10, 10 programs. What's special about this article? First of all, it was written in the 50s of the previous century. To the extent that I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, It was written by Bala Sulam, but he didn't publish it, correct. If you can say a few words about the article, why it's called The Last Generation. Yes, he wrote this article specially to somehow demonstrate the future from the past. The program of humanity's evolution, development, not to the, not in the regard that humanity is developing and become more sophisticated, etc., but rather in completely other ways, other goals. We have to read the article and we'll verify it. What is actually the last generation? The last generation, the intention is that it's the generation that has to still choose what they exist for the point of creation, the goal of creation, why are we developing toward what, what's pulling us forward? And this is actually what Bala Sulam is interested in, to demonstrate that we need to attain a state where all of us together will think about the last generation which actually we're building right now. If I understand correctly, he wrote how the spiritual rules are implemented at all levels, yes. And in principle, Bala Sulam was, he wrote... He spoke about the future. What is a prophet? A prophet is a person who has a connection with the upper force, with the creator, with the system of worlds. And along with that, this is the highest level of attainment? In principle, yes. And therefore, It's possible to be the connecting chain to our world and the upper world. So in the introduction, Bala Sulam paints a picture like this. This is how he starts his article. We have been lost in the terrible desert along with all mankind, and now we have found a great abundant treasure, namely the books of Kabbalah in the treasure. What is... What are the books of Kabbalah actually explaining that it's such a great treasure? The thing is that all the books of Kabbalah explain 
development of a man in our world, in human society, where he needs to develop toward according to what rules, how we can change ourselves in relation to nature and suit ourselves to nature. And all this is based on the wisdom of Kabbalah. More so, when we talk about the last generation, we're talking about that state toward which all of us need to reach. What good, what, what good is he talking about that this book can bring to humanity? The book can show humanity how to exist. And therefore, man can supply himself in this way a good development for many years, right up until he reaches the highest level of it attainment of his development, which is the last generation. Afterwards, he describes that all the forms of developing nature, that animals remain at the same level, the same still level, and man is always developing. So the question is, to what degree do we need to develop toward? Rav Lehman, until the degree of the Creator, up to the degree of the Creator, we need to develop in the level of our world and then start rising upward in our spiritual development from our world through the worlds Adam Kadmon toward Ensof, the end of correction. So our physiological body has already attained its development. It's not going to develop more. We're talking about the internal part of man, right. And onward, he's talking about, he says like this, this he says that a man has some kind of mirror to see his development and other creatures don't. This is a mirror that's in us, in our mind, where we can define correctly our attributes, the attributes of the world around us and how we're connected to it. He says that this mirror can help us to understand the essence of correction. The essence of correction is to bring all of global nature to connection. I'm taking a shortcut here. I'm just taking the essence of things, not reading the whole article. Balasulam continues. He's explaining man's development up to our time as a development that comes through suffering. He writes like this, that we won't have any safety in our world and we'll we'll have no safety in our lives. We will be subject to all sorts of slaughter and death in the near future and everyone admits that they have no counsel to prevent it. What is he actually saying? His prophet is that humanity if if it continues to only develop its mind then it will come across all kinds of unpleasant things and there will be slaughter and destruction. And the only option to retain the correct development and prevent all these things from coming to how to reach a good ending is by developing 
in good relations, love, and mutual agreement. Why for the development do we need to go through bloodshed and suffering? The Creator couldn't come up with something better, Rav Lyman, to bring a person to a state where he, from his willingly, will want to organize our lives and transfer it to a place of balance, meaning nature is obligated to bring us to a state of desperation. Yes, in a natural way. Meaning, without that, man can't change anything. Rev. Lightman, without, without that, a person can't change anything at all. He has to be forced. Have we reached that state already? Rev. Lightman, according to what the wisdom of Kabbalah says, we've reached a state where we can take the leadership of nature into our hands and raise ourselves to the level of the good world of abundance, eternity. Onward, he writes, he gives an example. Imagine, for example, that some historic book were to be found today that depicts the last generations 10,000 years from now for you, the wisdom of states, etc., describing the behavior of individuals in society at the end of days. And the question is, Sulam is talking about the books of Kabbalah, of course the books of Kabbalah. Can you, can you... There's also books without Kabbalah, but it's doomed for failure. How can we, through the books of Kabbalah, verify about the wisdom of countries and individuals, etc. There's only a little bit written about that, but still, he actually wrote this. This is the only knowledge, as far as I know, that he wrote how we need to govern all the different structures when part of the people will be corrected how they will work, how the courts will work, the social systems. The question is, why didn't he publish this article? Did he not have enough? He didn't want to. He thought it was too soon. I think that he thought it was still too soon. Post and these articles were written him by him. Rev. Lightman, they were written, but he didn't publish them. And somewhere 50, 60 years after he wrote them, they reached us, and we need to publish them. How did they reach you, Rev. Lightman? Through Baruch Ashlag, his son. He gave you the source? Yes. And then you have it in your archive, yes. And you, with your teacher, the Rabash, you learned these articles? We didn't study them, but he spoke about these topics. In principle, he never studied these articles with anyone, because he also had students, etc. Yes. 
Ну вот он дальше пишет, что откройте эти книги, вы Actually, up to Bala Sulam, no Kabbalist wrote about this topic. Only him is the first in history who started describing our world, the upper world, the transition between the worlds, etc. Onward, he writes, I, the writer, know myself and my place, that I am not among the finest in the human race. And if one such as I today has labored and found all this in the books concealed within our cabinets, there is not a shadow of a doubt that if the chosen ones in the generation delve in these books, so much of the happiness and bounty will be available for them and for the entire world. Meaning it's meant for everyone. Why does he write about himself so modestly? Uh, what can you write modestly? Somebody who's dealing with wisdom of Kabbalah, that's how he sees his personal attainments and those that don't understand anything. What do they have to write? And when he's talking about the special ones that have attained, these are the first in the generation, the, the wisdom, the, the wise host, and what? They can, through these books, without dealing with Kabbalah, They can take from these books the knowledge to build a future society? Yes. Meaning there will be people in the world who don't study the wisdom itself, but they'll be able to take the information from there. What does that mean they don't deal with the wisdom? Of course they have to study. Otherwise, where will they have the knowledge from? How will they know what to do? Maybe next to them there'll be guides, No, no, it doesn't work like that. From the manager to the employees, whoever doesn't work systematically with humanity, directly and organize humanity as the last generation, whoever works with them this way, with humans, will be obligated to implement these things on himself to attain. And to conclude, he says, my voice that is in my shofar horn, why has it come? I have seen all that and I can no longer hold back. I have resolved this close of my observations and what I have found written in those books regarding the conducts of correction of our destined future. He wrote these words at the end of his life. And everything that was before that, it wasn't revealed to man in such a great quantity. He wrote it as an intro. But maybe he meant that this type of knowledge he didn't write yet. 
programs we're going to understand how governments need to be built and those managing the government they need to be in spirituality how that will be revealed in the leadership itself yes thank you for all the information until next time all the best